Welcome to Co-Produced, the podcast about the many hands that make cool ideas and how they come together. This podcast is sponsored by Hightail, the creative collaboration and file sharing platform that keeps your ideas moving. When Shanghai-based iBuyDirect wanted to break into the U.S. market by taking on buzzy eyewear brands like Warby Parker, they turned to digital agency Deep Focus to help them navigate the U.S. market and capture the imagination of fast fashion consumers. Deep Focus called up its creative content and media buying arms, Moment Studios and Engine Media, to bring this strategy to life. The Moment team created more than 50 social assets to sell shoppers on the idea that a pair of glasses could be a style accessory, as swappable as a piece of statement jewelry or a pair of sneakers. Meanwhile, Engine found the social audience, deployed the content, and reported on performance in near real time. But how did all of these moving pieces come together? We spoke with members of all three teams to find out how they worked at social speed to create a Digiday Award-nominated direct response campaign. My name is Christina Cooksey, and I am the SVP of Creative Product at Deep Focus. My team is comprised of traditional agency creatives, the producers who help make the work happen, and then the content studio. This assignment came to us as an RFP. They wanted us to both develop awareness for iBuyDirect, which is a fairly unknown direct-to-consumer eyewear brand, and they also wanted us to drive conversions. Basically, the strategy focused in on the millennial consumer uh, because the brand was going after, um, you know, larger, more well-known direct-to-consumer eyewear brands like Warby Parker. We started to, to think about the way that millennials dress and the way they buy clothing and accessories. We started to realize that fashion is incredibly personal for them. It is a reflection of who they are and what they believe in and how they project themselves. So that insight was really important to the overall approach. Um, but then we started looking into kind of the, the landscape of eyewear and uh, prescription eyewear in particular and recognize the fact that people only have one pair of glasses, maybe two pairs of glasses. It comes for, it stems from a lot of reasons. One reason is that um, eyewear is very expensive when you go to the optometrist and you, you know, buy from their small selection. It's, it's highly marked up. It's also not a fun purchase to make because attached to that purchase is an eye exam. There's a doctor's appointment. And so it's definitely some of the least sexy accessories that you could think of. So if you have a low cost option and you remove all the barriers of actually getting that eyewear to a person, it becomes a real opportunity to actually position the eyewear as a fashion accessory. And when I'm talking low cost, the eyewear starts at $6 for both the frames and the lenses. So you start to think that this could be limitless. You're basically talking about buying a pair of socks. This is something you could change every single day. So we really started looking at the larger fast fashion landscape. How were they talking? How were they delivering that value um, equal style equation? And that's what we had to crack. Um, and, and we actually started um, developing kind of two paths of communication. And one we called glasses for. And really the opportunity there was to own this idea that the cost is what's enabling the style. And in highlighting the cost, very similar to how an H&M will do, they will put that big, bold cost right up next to something high fashion. That allowed us to really draw an equation between the glasses and the moment. So as an example, we put a woman floating in a luxurious pool in a big 
pool floaty that might cost the exact same thing as the frame. So a $10 pool floaty and a $10 pair of frames. The iBuyDirect campaign became one of the first challenges for Deep Focus's nascent sister company, Engine Media. My name is Jessica McGlory. I am the Associate Director, Paid Social Lead for Engine Media. Engine Media ended up being a company that came out of necessity. There are such talented and incredible other sister companies that were already within Engine that focused on creative or strategy or all these other different components, but there wasn't a media arm of the company. And as more clients crave that, Engine Media ended up getting formed. Uh, when the RFP came through with iBuyDirect, it was one that Engine Media actually wasn't a part of in the very, very beginning stages. We were pulled in while they were still kind of finishing up the pitch to win the business to pitch for the media part. Uh, so that was one of the first exercises we really did was translating this young female who would want to change their look as often as they change their shoes. We did both keyword and interest-based targeting to see, can we get what people are likely searching for on Pinterest? They're not necessarily specifically interested in glasses, but this type of person also tends to like pumpkin spice latte, or this person also tends to like attending weddings. Of course, women who like weddings and pumpkin spice lattes are a broad demographic. To find real insights, Engine Media did some database detective work. When you put in women who've expressed interest in weddings, Vera Wang, Rent the Runway, whatever it may be around that sort of category base, you're able to see what are the age demographics that particularly pop. You see different publishers that end up coming through. Um, so what are their likes from a food standpoint? And then when you start to drill it down even more, you can start to see, okay, well, what other accessories do they like? But if they have, you know, a strong affinity towards multiple shoe brands, that's something that's telling. And that's an interesting insight to be able to try to drill down because then when we see those who like multiple shoes that are a little bit uh, more affordable, but also still fashionable. So like uh, if you think of uh, shoe fab or any of those types of brands, then that behavior can start to be able to be broken down to fit for glasses. While Engine Media uncovered the insights that led their distribution plan, Deep Focus prepared the Shanghai-based client for a brand shift that would speak to shoppers here in the U.S. Before we started working with it, the brand was really focused on uh, very monochromatic uh, expressions, allowing the glasses to be the focus. But when we started to really reposition the eyewear as part of the fast fashion cycle, it wasn't fair to say that this consumer was going to be dressing all in, in black and white and neutrals with the glasses as their only statement. The glasses were part of a look, not the look. And so we really had to reflect on what that looked like and and so that was a bit of the progression and i think a big part of that was identifying that in fact consumers themselves have you know a a, a broad library of styles they pull from and so really trying to, to expand the definition of what their audience might look like one of the areas that we had to push a little bit for the us was um, showing probably a broader range of talent showing people with different um, looks and in kind of different uh, styles and, and really kind of pushing into the, the personal style space. So a big part of that kind of cultural shift was moving it away from the elegant aesthetic to the more approachable aesthetic.
there were various conversations we had that were really based on the the audience in the U.S. versus the audience in the um, in the client in Shanghai, where the client is, and really trying to reinforce the behaviors and the culture of the audience here. Um, so, some of the conversations when we wanted them to stretch their boundaries or perceptions just had to be rooted in our awareness and understanding of the specifically U.S. culture. Getting and keeping a Shanghai-based client on board and making sure a cross-country, cross-discipline team was in sync required a lot of regular communication at odd hours. My name is Alyssa Deanna, and I am a copywriter at Deep Focus. You know, working with a client that's across the world from you in a wildly different time zone, um, our 8 p.m. calls were were interesting. I mean, you know, it's it's obviously hard and, you know, you think in this connected world it should be easy to connect to anyone anywhere, but the reality is when you have a client that you're so closely working with, um, being separated by a time zone like that can be hard, a lot gets lost in translation, um, but ultimately uh, we all just poured a glass of wine and made it work. There were many nights where I would go home and I would get dinner done and kids to bed and then the 9 p.m. call would happen and we'd have our full agency team usually some people still in the office we had agency people in new york we had agency people in chicago and we also had agency people in boise and the team in shanghai would dial in and they'd be having their coffee and we'd be having our wine and it was always (laughs) a really fun exchange of like you know halfway around the world but we're all there to to basically get on the same page we would usually try to be as productive as possible on those calls work through challenges and considerations um you know review new creative it was always my goal that we'd bring something new to delight them a little bit um, and use every exchange as an opportunity to, to 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 push the boundaries a little bit since we were so new in engine media we were uh figuring out our process within engine media while figuring out our process when working with creative teams with working with analytics team all at the same time. So it was pretty intimidating to jump into pretty quickly. However, Deep Focus had been doing this for a while and had that relationship built up. Um, Working in social media is absolutely faster paced. You are generally touching the work every day in some way, whether it's copywriting, whether it's casting for um, your models, whether it's location scouting, whether it's prop shopping, you're doing something to add to the process. So um, there is almost no downtime besides when the work is with the client. And even then, you're still to the work in some way. A lot of the processes that came through came through from our account leads, setting up our weekly status calls. But then also we had our weekly status sheets that were these grand Excel sheets that broke down all the different parts within media. So paid social and what was needed from a display perspective, uh, what was needed from our reps, uh, anything that would be needed for activating reporting. We would go through our reporting docs. So there was a lot of different documents that ended up kind of coming together. We actually also used a project management tool Project management tools absolutely make us more efficient. Otherwise, you drown in a pool of emails. So we would share, we would use it both internally on the agency side, and then we would share the creative out to them in final form for them to review and feedback directly in the project management tool. Creative tends to stay 
off of the client side of the project management tool. So we are basically, things are softened for us and put into words for creatives. Um, so we don't see the uh, full brunt of client feedback. We see the distilled version. <laughs> they just try to massage our egos and make us seem like we're still doing great work. We tried to do two rounds of feedback on any given piece of content. When you're creating a high volume of content and the content is in many ways disposable in the sense that it's delivered for a discrete amount of time. For that sort of content, we think about basically a few different parameters for reviewing the content. Does this piece of content tell the story we set out to tell? Does it generally deliver on the brand guidelines that we'd previously aligned to? Um, and if those two things are met, we try to treat subjective feedback as learnings for next time. There might be someone in the organization that doesn't like red shoes. Uh, we'll take that as a learning for next time, but we won't throw away a piece of creative because the models wearing red shoes, especially when we're trying to get people to focus on their eyewear. When you're doing a volume of content, every piece of content is an opportunity for collaboration. Um, but when you're creating high volume, it's mo most important to get that story out. Over the course of the campaign, our team produced at least 50 pieces of content. Um, very few hit that cutting room floor. The process of making sure that the creative team would be able to have the insights and data that we had from the media side and the analytics side was incredibly important. Creative would get to our hand and we would be activated and live within 48 hours. And then when we got the data from analytics and we had to translate it into insights, that was a turnaround time of 72 hours. Before Engine, we might not have learned anything about whether our campaign was successful. Um, oftentimes, you'd get an analytics deck that replied to the entire quarter. So you're looking back at creative that you don't even remember making. Whereas uh, with this process, we were able to react to content that we had literally put out days ago. We had a piece of creative that was a cinemagraph featuring a female where she was at a drive-in movie. And it was really, really beautiful and it ended up performing quite well for us. So a cinemagraph is an interesting format. It's essentially a GIF. Uh, but instead of the whole piece moving, you isolate just you isolate most of the creative and you just have one moving element. So it's this sort of easy to miss movement often. Um, it's becoming increasingly popular, but um, at the time they were relatively untapped by brands. So we saw that as an opportunity to try some test and learn pieces that um, data came back and it showed us that cinemagraphs were performing really well. I told them the return on ad spend. I broke down the target that was most responding to it, which was the 25 to 34 year old female who had previously expressed interest in glasses as well as have bought nicer accessories. That was a targeting group that we had gone after, but we all of a sudden had seen this great scale. The 25 to 34 year old female demographic had the highest average order value, were the ones who were making the purchases that were of their kind of luxury brand within High by Direct. So um, started to pivot much of our creative toward um, moving video formats like cinemagraphs and GIFs. feel very fortunate that I uh, was able to build up a relationship with the creative team. It was very, very important for me to help build out a media agency that didn't just try to steamroll uh, cre the creative side that really was focused on collaboration and uh, a mutual respect. 
the only way you can really work at a social pace is to have an extraordinarily nimble and close-knit team. Everyone wears all the hats all the time, just getting done what needs to get done. Art directors sometimes have to play producers. Copywriters have to go prop shopping. That's just the truth of it. And it sounds really messy, but if you have the right group of people and you know that you can count on your team to get it done, it can be incredibly efficient. And at the end of the day, it's really invigorating because at a traditional agency pace, it can take months for your concepts to see the light of day. We, on the other hand, can go from a concept deck to seeing our idea in newsfeed in a matter of days, and it's really satisfying. That was Christina Cooksey, Jessica McLaurie, and Alyssa Deanna from Deep Focus's Moment Studio and Engine Media, sharing how they brought together data and creativity to help iBuyDirect bridge cultural divides and harness the power of fast fashion. Co-produced is a mini-series about the power of collaboration, sponsored by Hightail, the creative collaboration platform that helps teams streamline the creative process. Visit Hightail.com for a free trial.